Uh, Adelaide are in safekeeping with this man because he's been a star since he got there. He's about to enter his third season at the Crows. His name is Josh Rochelle, and he joins us on the line this morning. Josh, appreciate your time, mate. Good morning, Sam. How you going? We're going well here, and Kane is here also. Appreciate you jumping on. Hey, uh, I just wanted to ask you something non-footy related off the top. I've got some uh, friends in Shepparton in your old part of the world. Did the family property survive all the rain up there recently? I know you've uh, you've been back from time to time to help out with flood efforts and, and things like that. Did we survive this one? Yeah, we were lucky um, this year, um, thank God. There was a few other um, farms and stuff that were a bit unlucky, but um, it wasn't as bad as the floods previously. So, yeah, touch wood, everything went good and... Um, all the fruits looking good on the trees too. Yeah, that that is good. That's uh, well, might have been some benefits pre-season training while I was lugging some more sandbags around. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it was pretty heavy though sandbags um, when I was uh, doing it a couple of years ago. But yeah, lucky we didn't have to do it again this year. You just got back from the the pre-season camp to road. What what style of pre-season camp was it, Josh? Yeah, it was an interesting one, Kane. I think it was more of a, a team bonding than anything. Um, we had a lot of um, fun activities. We did a, a thing like an, an amazing race one day and um, that was involved with a lot of the locals and, and helping them out, which I, I really enjoyed because a lot of us kind of Victorian boys hadn't been um, to those nice kind of surrounding towns in South Australia. And then yeah. um, we'll be going again to Port Lincoln um, in a few weeks to play our internal. So it's a good little thing to do um, because the previous year we went to Perth and uh, a lot of us, as I mentioned, a lot of us boys haven't really explored the, the lovely towns in, in South Australia. So, yeah, it was great fun. Well, we've been speaking a little bit about uh, fitness programs and pre-season programs mm. and the different setups from each club. We heard some, uh, I guess, some interesting audio from Patrick Dangerfield, how they've really increased their high-speed running. You'd be three or four years into the Darren Burgess program. We know how highly renowned he is now. What's been the focus for you as a group? Yeah, I think nearly every year we've probably decreased our conditioning and increased it more in, in the drills, which is where the philosophy is kind of going a lot more these days. Um, again, it's kind of similar to what, what Dangerfield was speaking, a lot more high speed, a lot more um, match sim earlier on. Um, you kind of do a lot more of your conditioning stuff before Christmas and, and as soon as you get back, it's a, a main focus straight into, into game layout and, and practicing scenarios if you're you're a goal down or there's a four fifty stoppage with two or three minutes left. So yeah. a lot of more things like that, um, which is yeah, it's been good for the group so far because we're we're a group now that's been with with Nixie now for the last kind of four four years, four or five years. So um, the group's starting to mature a lot now. And for you personally, like it, we you're one of the more watchable players, so highly skilled. You had a couple of challenges last year, the, the suspension and a. A bit of a lean couple of patches, which happens playing in that position. But for you individually, how's it been and what's been your focus? Yeah, it's been great. We've had um, a new psych come in. Um, her name's Rosie, and she's been um, working with previous Olympic athletes. And I think she did some time at GWS as well. So that was a big thing for me just to go in and see her straight away. And um, she obviously knew my past and how I can get a little bit fiery at times. So a big thing for me especially going to this year, was just that consistency factor. And, um, you know, as a small forward, there's going to be um, games where guys are going to get under your skin and just being able to control that and, and focus um, on the game and being able to play your role, um, which is a big thing for me. And my, my thing again this year, again, was um, getting a bit, bigger tank and 
hopefully now pushing some midfield minutes and having more of a kind of 50-50 split with the likes of Rankin and, and Pedler and these guys who can go through the midfield. Yeah. Just on the suspension, I think you were due to play Melbourne at the G the following week, which you missed, and obviously you wouldn't get to play back here too often. The family would have come down, the friends. Were they filthy on you? <laughs> yeah, especially a lot of my, my friends who actually go from Melbourne and um, they, they would have loved to come down then. But, yeah, the goal this year is to not miss any Melbourne games. Get everyone down as much as you can. Yeah, it feels like I, mean, I don't know what the theme is. Whether Matty Nix, your coach, is a theme guy, but obviously, you know, twenty seventeen, the club's contending, then they fall away, and you've been building up ever since under this guy and and his coaching team. It, it feels like this is the year, and then there was obviously the the unfortunate heartbreak of how you you might have missed out last year. Does it feel like this is it for you guys, Josh? Yeah, it does. It does personally feel like that as a as a group at the moment, and. We've got our internal goals that we want to achieve, but I think it's just an exciting year for the AFL. I think every single team is going to be very competitive. The likes of West Coast and North, they're going to be better. Um, but yeah, for us as a team, I think now we've had those few years um, after not being in the grand final to, to regroup and get some good players back in, some new draft picks. And um, I think, yeah, definitely we'll be um, trying, to consider, trying to get up there in finals this year for sure. You play with flair and you've got, I think, the best goal celebration in the league, yes. the sort of the rocky jump and, and box. Are you happy with are you happy with the balance? Like, are, are you well supported and are you encouraged to show that side of your game? Yeah, I think early on you just get, you just get really excited. I love just celebrating with the fans and, and um, trying to have some fun when I'm on the ground. But I think that is definitely a balance probably the more you mature now. Um, there's times where... It is really good to, to do a big celebration and get the team up and about if we're a little bit behind or we've just hit the lead. And there's times where I think you just got to reset and get around the player who's giving you the ball. So I've had some good some good chats with um, with Tex and some of the other players, but um, yeah, we're we're promoted in our team to to do what kind of um, that gets you up and about. Um, mm. And for me. When I was celebrating, I think that helped the team also get get up and about again to, to go back to the centre bounce and, and kick another goal. But, yeah, I do love doing that. But there's times, as you said, there's a balance with that as well. But they're going to survive, though. I'm not sure if you're working on a new one, but they're surviving, the celebrations. Yeah, they're surviving. I wouldn't, yeah, definitely due for a new one. Um, it's good to watch the soccer and pick out some little ones in that as well. Um, I think me and Isaac had a little comp going on last year. Each A few weeks we were going in different ones, um, trying to do different ones from soccer or other sports. So, yeah, we'll keep reading. Hey, one of the areas of, of weakness as a side, I guess, was the accuracy in front of goal, which which is strange when you look at the skill of the players in your, in your front half. I mean, they're, they're as skillful as any. Did you address it, like, individually for yourself? You're about 50-50 last year, but also as a team, because it did cost you probably three or four times. Yeah, it was definitely something we addressed um, Definitely after the season, that was one, and our um, our um, home and away record. Um, that was probably the, the two main things that we addressed, and that's been a big focus in pre-season this year. Um, always doing a lot of set shots um, under fatigue, straight after drills, instead of running off and getting a drink, making sure we're, we're doing that under fatigue and practicing them on the run and, and things like that. But I think the big thing now is a lot of us guys, as you said, we're in our fourth, fifth, six years, um, just being able to kind of acknowledge that there is times where you're going to feel pressure and you're going to have to stand up to those moments and 
just go through your normal routine and, and kick them because um, we can't just rely on, um, obviously, Texas to kick another 75, 80 goals. All mm. of us needs to probably increase a fair bit for, for us to be pushing for that kind of top four. Just with the away record you mentioned, Josh, I had it down. I think you only won two on the road last season. It is hard to win away from home when you're, you're, you're based outside of Victoria, we acknowledge. But will you change anything in that regard, even if it's something as simple as the logistics around your travel, the timing of your travel, or is it more of a mindset? I think it's a bit of both. Um, obviously, we love playing at Adelaide Oval in front of our own fans, and you've got your, your same routine um, going into the games. But... Um, I think for us now, we've just got to acknowledge and embrace that um, last year we were a bit disappointed um, with how we went on the away record. Um, and for now, it's just um, just a little things within preparation. Um, I think there's still things for us younger boys that we didn't really know how to prep properly for those away games. So being able to be consistent with them and, and leaning on the shoulders of our older guys like your Lairdies, your Brody Smiths, your Texas. Um, so a bit of that and then yeah obviously the mindset thing it's pretty hard when you go into the MCG against Collingwood playing in front of 70,000 and they're all screaming pies in Collingwood so um, just being able to embrace that's a big thing for us mm. Give us a name of, of someone who's trained the house down um, I would definitely say Riley Philthorpe at the moment um, mm. he's looking like a man mountain at the moment he's plunking everything looking fitter than ever and stronger. So um, he's, he's one to watch definitely in our team going into the next, into the next season. Really unfortunate for us, uh, Joshua, was speaking about it earlier, to hear of the setback for Rory Sloan yesterday. Uh, another detached retina, which is uh, obviously a serious and a, and a scary injury. I mean, um, I'm not sure wh- whether you took this in, whether you saw this or what the, the fallout is of it, but uh, obviously you'd be giving him all of your support. Yeah, I, I sent um, Sloaney a text yesterday. It's a pretty serious injury, so it's something that he'll get. Um, he just had his surgery yesterday, and it went all well. So he'll just um, chill out at home for the next couple of days, and I'm sure he'll be back in, in the group um, in next week. But, yeah, good news, all the surgery went well. And just one other thing, coaches come in and out of contract all the time, like players. And I know when a teammate's out of contract, it's not part of the general conversation in your day-to-day, and nor should it be. When a coach is out of contract, uh, does that affect you in any way? I mean, the narrative around it that, we, as we know, builds throughout the, the season, or it can do, is that something that, that weighs on the players even, or are you just completely oblivious? Yeah, I don't, it's obviously something that um, you see and, and you read, but I don't think it really impacts the group at all where... We're all backing Nixie in 100%, um, but the main goal is going into the season right now is to, is to start the season well and, and win a few games. But um, he's been my only AFL coach so far personally, and I've, I've loved every moment with him. I couldn't speak highly enough of him. Well, we love it, mate. We love having you on. Uh, really nice of you to donate some time uh, this morning when uh, when you're going full gas uh, in, the, in the preparation phase. We, we wish you well for the rest of that and obviously the, the season to come and hopefully speak to you throughout the year. Thanks, Kane. Thanks, Sam. Really appreciate it. Good on you, mate.